Please take a seat. He is good. I just love it when Pastor Dan talks about, you know, that's what the, the Word of God does. She started saying, you know, faith moves mountain. And it, it started to move on the inside of her. And that's what the Word of God does. You get it on you, and it starts to move you to where God's called you to be. He's so good. Thank you so much, Ben. Let's give them a hand. Thank you for leading us in worship today. Wow. You know, I, 10 years ago, had um, a dream while I was asleep kind of dream. And in that dream, I had these thick, it was a thick chain. You know, you've seen these thick chains like they have it in a ship, like to tie up ships and that. Well, it was actually around my neck, around my throat, and all over me. And there was a little sign on this side that said, debt. Oh, wow. Sounds like a bit of a nightmare. Hey, debt, you know, D-E-B-T, debt. So I woke up from that dream, though. It wasn't a nightmare to me. I woke up. I was actually filled with faith, hope, and expectation. You're thinking, like, really? Well, because before that, I'd start, you know, I'd been reading and meditating on God's word that said, you know, owe no one anything but to love one another. That's in the book of Romans. And to have that dream encouraged me because I could tell that, yes, I was like a prisoner to debt at that time. I had hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at that time. So, yes, I woke up and I felt faith, hope, and expectation, but I still had hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. That was the real picture. So I woke up and I thought, like, wow, this is so good because I know that God has shown me this because he wants me to get rid of that thing. He wants to break that thing off. He wants me to be out of debt so that I can walk in freedom to what he's called me to do. Also, I knew that he was going to help me to do that. He gave me the dream. He's going to help me. That's right. So, that, so you know, maybe today, like there is, that was a mountain for me. Maybe today you've got a mountain in your own life and it could be due to relationships or a lack of relationships. It could be your marriage. It could be financial. It could be a business. It could be work. It could be intimidation. It could be fear. It could be depression. All these things, they can feel like they're, you know, you just can't get over them. It's just too big to climb. I just can't do it. But I got to tell you, faith moves mountains and God gives you faith. So my first, my number one point here is faith hears. Faith hears. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's in Romans 10, 17. See, every time you read a scripture, every time you listen to a Bible-based teaching or receive the word of God, the truth in your life, faith is coming to you. It's increasing in you. It's strengthening you. That's what the Word of God does. When you get the truth of the Word of God in your heart, it breaks everything that holds you back. And it sets you free to be who God called you to be, created you to be. So the first thing is faith hears. So I heard in my dream, I see myself. I'm in debt. I've got chains around my neck. I hear, owe no one anything but to love one another. I've heard faith hears. The next thing, number two is Faith moves. You see, you have to do something. It's all good. Like I said, debt's still there, though. So I had to do something. Like Zig Ziglar, he said, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there. 
You see, we can get ourselves in situations and challenges where, you know, we're in it and it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. Like, like get out, move, move through it. You know, they say, you know, go through the fire. That doesn't mean you stand in it. It means you're going through it. Yeah, there are times that, that there are trials, but you've got to move. So faith moves. So I started to pray like, God, like, what do I do? What do I do? So I started to do things in a practical way. I started um, a course in biblical principles of finance. I started learning more about how to manage my finances, how to increase uh, my income, and how to reduce debt. I started learning these things, which, you know, that's the thing I love about our church because, yes, we, we teach about the spiritual, but we also teach about the practical. Like We've got a money management course that we have that's run every term by Kate and Michael Gentle in our church to help people that need to find out more in a practical sense how they, that can help them with debt and managing money. So I started to do things like that. I started to um, also, I just got... Uh, one day, I just really knew it, and I had confirmation as well to sell an investment property because that's how I had the debt. I had a mortgage on the house I lived in. I had uh, a number of investment houses, maybe five at that time, but they were all negatively geared. Now, if you don't know what that means, it just means they're not paying for themselves, so I'm still pouring money to each one of them. Hello, that's just not exciting. I mean, but that was the craze at the time. You know, get a property that's negatively geared and you can claim tax, but it doesn't help if you're not paying any because you don't have any money, right? So that's, that's what I'm saying. So, so this is how I got into debt, but I felt God say to sell this one property uh, at that time. And I thought, and he gave me an amount as well of what to sell it for. See, see faith hears. So I've got faith. I hear. I think, okay, I'm going to move on that. Faith moves. So I put it on the market, get it ready to sell. The tenant decides to move out. I think, cool, because God said he was going to sell it, so he's going to do it just like that. How awesome. Yeah, no, it didn't happen like that. But, but anyway, uh, so I put it on the market, and, that, and all of a sudden, there's no rent for that house. Oh, my gosh. My expenses now... I outweigh my income by $1,400 a month. $1,400 a month. I mean, to some of you, it might not even sound a lot. $1,400 a month. There's a lot of money when you don't have it. I always think like $14 a month is a lot of money when you don't have it. You see, see, it's all perspective, isn't it? When you don't have it, you've got to have faith. So I had to have faith now. How was I going to just pay my normal everyday monthly bills, $1,400, oh my gosh. So I went to the beach, because that's what you do. <laughs> no, but I was reading, because I, I, I was thinking, oh, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to the beach. So, I, but I was reading a, a book, and on the beach, I hear God, like I just hear this idea pops into my head. I know it's him though, because like, where would it come from? Like, hello. Like, I haven't made a claim. You haven't made the claim for the certain thing against my health fund. And in fact, I hadn't done it for a few years. So I like get home. I'm like, yeah, put in this claim, 900 bucks. I'm like, yes, same week. I get a bonus at work, 200 bucks, yes. And then I get a $300 check in the mail from a cancelled insurance. What? 900, 200, 300, 1400. Oh my gosh, what? What a coincidence, right? 
No way. Like, come on. Really, there's no way. That's it. That's a God incident because that's what he does. When you're praying, when you've got the faith to hear, when you've got the faith to move, God moves with you. Yes, he does. It's just like steering a ship. You can't steer a ship unless it's moving. That's like us. We need to move. Faith hears, faith moves. Do something. So that's great for one month, but I still haven't sold the, sold the house yet. Oh, no. So I've got to have faith to sell this house for the amount he said, which is above the market value at the time. I know. It's like not exciting. And I'm thinking, like we had, had an offer, and the first week had an offer, but it was like around about twenty to 30000 off what the amount that he gave. Like, and I'm just thinking, oh, no. And they couldn't go that that higher, so buyer number one was gone. Buyer number two came in, 10 grand away. Buyer number two gone. But, but this is like next month, the month after. But each month, God provided me with $1,400. It was just nuts. I was just thinking like, wow, that's amazing. But what it did, it grew my faith. You see, when you, when you start being faithful in the small, God gives you more responsibility. So he was teaching me you have faith for that $1,400 and it just starts to build up inside you. See, you know yourself, you've had faith for a certain thing and when you get it, next time, it's not that hard because you have faith for that. So I was building my faith in that. Then it was building my faith in like, wow, did I really hear you write about that price for the house, God? Like seriously? Because I've got to tell you, when buyer number three came along, I was just ready to sell it. Whatever. Just, I just want to sell it. Just please, like sell it. I need to sell it because... I, Otherwise, I'm going to be having to push in for this $1,400 for months and months and months. So anyway, buyer number three comes when we're negotiating. And on the second negotiation, backwards and forwards, $2,000 off the price that I had to get. Just two grand. Oh, I was thinking of all sorts of things. Like I was trying to dupe God, but you know, it just wasn't working. I'm thinking like, geez, God, like maybe I should bless them with $2,000 less, you know. It would be such a blessing to them. But no, but, but I just, you know, straight away, I'm thinking like, yeah, nah, he's, he's, he's saying stick, stay, you know, to get that 2000 And why he does that is because he wants me to know that when he says something, he means that. Whatever he says is specific and his promise is true. So anyway, I go to my real estate agent, like, oh my gosh, I'm two grand off, you know, like just... Just two grand. He was so excited. My real, he, not 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 a follower of Christ or anything. But he's like, "That's it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna yes, we can get this two thousand. He was more excited about. It. I was not excited because I just wanted to accept that what we already had. But he's like, "Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that two grand." Anyway, he rings me up. He says, "I got it. I got it. Oh my gosh, this is amazing, isn't it? You know, because I told him. I actually did tell him like I have to get the two grand because that's the price that God gave me." So, you know, in that way, he, he, he knows, you know, I'm, I'm committed to this price. And he's thinking like, but he was so good. He was so good. And when I got it, he realized too, like, wow, she, she really believes in this God. But, you know, that's just by the by. But the thing is, my faith, when that happened, went, because that's what happens. Because faith hears. Faith moves. And, you, and when you see the hand of God on it, oh, my gosh, it moves you for faith and further things. Faith moves. So, like, God's incredible how we can do that. Now, my third point, so faith hears, faith moves, faith says. 
That's what happens. Faith says, call the promises of God. So in Mark 11, 22 to 24, it says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. In that one passage, that one sentence that God talks about, he starts with have faith in God. And then he talks about, he says, says, three times in that. Whoever says to the mountain, be removed. And then he says, and believes that those things that he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. So number three is faith says. Faith says. You need to speak the word of God over your situation. And and it's about getting the right scripture, the right part of the Bible for your situation. So for me, with my debt, and this is one, because I started like doing this course on prosperity because I thought, you know what? God's not only not into debt, but he's into prospering me. It says so in his word. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and in health, even as your soul prospers. That was my number one main one. And I would walk around saying, God, you know, I'm praying because like, I just know that you want to prosper me. I know that you want to prosper me in all things and in health, even as my soul prospers. I had been a Christian for around about five years at that time. But I knew that God not only wanted me to get rid of my debt, he wanted to prosper me not only in my finances, but in all things. So I started speaking that over my life. And at first, well, you know, and this can happen. That's why I'm warning you now. You can get the word of God from your life and you can start to speak it, but you're not convinced because I wasn't really, because I was still hundreds of thousand dollars in debt at the time. So I, I, so I started saying, oh, you know, pray that you prosper me. And there, there was no real oomph behind it. And I just, I really felt over time like God say, like, come on, do you believe it? Do you really believe it? You know, put some passion into it, put some fire into it. So I used to like, I used to do it at the gym actually on the RPM bike because I find that I'm really passionate when I'm like puffing, huffing and puffing. You know, so I'm like, yeah, good, that's all right. Of course I did. I pray that you might prosper and I'll sing. And I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. And the thing was, I was starting to, but I was though. I was like getting passionate about it. And I'd come out of the gym and I'm like, I'm on fire. Yes, God is going to prosper me in all things, even as my soul prospers. So that started to work for me, and then I could actually do it at home. It was okay. But I just, I needed to stir up. So that, you know, you might need to get up and stand up and walk around and declare it. That's what I'm saying. When you get that word of God in you, stand up and say it and declare it over your life. Be passionate about it. Believe it, because the more passion and emphasis and oomph you put into that, the more you believe it. Yes, you will. So anyway, when I did sell that house, I paid off all my personal debt. Isn't that amazing? I know. And I felt those chains start to fall off me. Because not all debt is bad, but I gotta tell you, I had such a revelation about that debt, I wanted to get rid of my debt totally. So in October last year, I've even paid my house off. I have no debt. No car loan, because I had car loans and all that. So in 10 years, God has taken me from this 
like hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, like not only in houses, but personal loans, credit card debt, car loans, all those sorts of things. And now I have no debt. That's what God can do. Because he moves mountains. Faith hears. Faith moves. And faith says, you can do this in your life, whatever your situation is. God is good. He is He's so good. He's a promise keeper. Whatever he says he will do, he will do. So it didn't happen overnight. That's what I'm telling you. It didn't happen that next day I was out of debt. It took time. And it took uh, not, not just prayer, but it also took learning and getting some wisdom, wisdom on how to look after my finances. So, And over that time, he gave me different uh, ideas. And one of them, actually someone asked me what it was afterwards. I should have said, like, one of them, like, it's not available now. But one of them, at the time, God spoke to me one time about a particular investment. And I thought, wow, I don't... I don't even know if that would work or if I could do that. He showed me how to borrow money to just smash all my debt. And so, uh, like, like, it was a bit tricky. I don't want to go into it. But anyway, what happened, I went to an actual financial advisor to ask if it would work because I didn't really know the details. I just got the outline of it, went to a financial advisor, and he just looked at me and he went, that will. Now, he's a Christian, this guy, and he goes, that will work. He goes, that must have come from God, because even I haven't thought of that. But that, that's what I'm saying. It's, and so I said, well, how long would it take to, to do it? And he says, we can do it today. So straight away on that one technique, every month that, you know, it started off, it was for, for doing nothing extra. It was an extra twelve to $1,600 a month that was just coming off my debt. Every, and, then, and then as it went on, I decided like, man, I'm going to just really keep going with this. And it just did that over that period. That's how I actually paid my debt off that fast. So someone asked me afterwards, like, what was that? Sorry, like, that's really not available anymore. It was just that time. But what is available is you can hear from God. Because that's where it came from. All right? So it's not like you missed out or whatever. It's not like that. God is a God of abundance. And he can give you a technique if you are in debt. Okay? Cool. So... Um, now, now, with faith says, like, my sister sent me a, a photo by text one day, and it just said, hey, auntie, H-E-Y, auntie. I'm like, what on earth is that? Because I thought she must have, like, just sent it to the wrong person by mistake. And this was the picture. If I can have the first picture, please. That baby. Now, my sister was actually pregnant at the time, but I did not know, and I still didn't when I got this picture, that she'd actually had her baby at 27 weeks. So he was 23 weeks premature. My father calls me because I didn't even respond because I thought it was a mistake. Like, let's show the other photo as well too, please. Like, that's a bit close up the hand. I mean, obviously, he's really little, 27 weeks. So you can take them down now. Like, my father calls me because he's wondering why I haven't talked to my sister. He's going like, and I'm like, what? What, what are you talking about? He's going, oh my God, she's had a baby. I'm thinking like, she's not even anywhere near you. And he says, I know. So I ring my sister up. I ring her up. Oh, and she's just, she's crying on the phone and I'm crying. I'm just up, upset. You know, she's so upset. And she's going, oh, truly, you know, like, I don't know if he's going to 
live or die. And even if he does live, I don't know, you know, there's complications. They said that there could be lots of things like wrong with him. He could he could not hear properly. He might not have his eyesight 100%. All these things that can go wrong with the premature. So she's speaking this to me. And in that instance, I, I say to her, what's his name? And she says, Jeremiah. I'm like, like, I'm like, whoa. And I just felt God speak to me. It was incredible. Like, my sister, just so that you know, like, she, does, she doesn't follow. I mean, she believes about God, but doesn't follow God. And she's got two other sons, and they're called Elijah and Malachi, <laughs> which are prophets in the Bible as well. So, you know, so Jeremiah, Jeremiah. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I just go, I just go, oh, my gosh, Shirley. That is incredible because, you know, you couldn't have named him anything better because, you know, Jeremiah, so I'm explaining to you, Jeremiah is a prophet in the Bible and he defied all odds. He was an overcomer. And then I started to get a scripture in the Bible that says, you know, he will not die, but he will live and, and declare the works of the Lord. He will, and so I'm saying to you, he will not die. He will live and declare the works of the Lord. There will be a testimony from this. And, I, and then I hear Jeremiah 1.5. So I start to speak that over her. And I'm going, like, so in Jeremiah 1.5, we've got up there, yeah. So I'm going, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart for my holy purpose. And I, called, and I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. But it was, I just started saying, hey, I need you to write the scripture down or get it. I'm going to text it to you. It's Jeremiah 1.5 because you need to say it to him. You know what, Jeremiah, before you were formed in my womb, God knew you. Before you were born, God set you apart for his holy purpose. So I just kept on going on that. Like, just say to him, you know, Jeremiah, before... I formed you in the womb. I knew you. God knew you. God knew you before you were born. I set you apart for my holy purpose. So I'm telling her this. like I'm like so happy. I went from like bawling to I was just so happy because, number one, faith hears. Faith hears. I heard faith moves. I have to do something about this. Even though my sister doesn't really believe, I'm going to tell her. And it wasn't asking her to do it. I'm like saying, like, you get that scripture and you just keep saying it over him. You read it out. You know, before you were in my womb, like God knew you. Before you were born, God set you apart for his holy purpose. You just keep on saying that to him. And anyone who comes to visit, like dad, my family and that, just say they have to read it out too. Just keep say, declaring it over him because he will live. He will not die. And he will declare the works of the Lord. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing what it did to her. It instilled faith in my sister. She'd forgotten about like what the doctors were saying could happen. She knew that her son was going to live. She started declaring this because I'm like texting it to her. She says, oh, it's okay. Already downloaded it on Google. Told the whole family. They were in here before. We've all been re reading it over him. And, and, and she goes, and the nurses are coming in. They probably think we're loonies, but I don't care because my son will live and he will not die. And he will declare the awesome works of the Lord. I know. How cool is that? So let's show them picture number three, please. 
Oh, that was him at six months. So he'd had a number of uh, tests at that time about, you know, with his hearing, because obviously you're in there for 40 weeks for a reason. It's full development. But like we continue to pray that scripture. We continue to pray God's hand in the situation. We continue to pray that he would be whole, 100%, that he would be healthy, that there would be strength in him. And look at that. And he come out of those tests, and it was by that age, he got the all clear. He still has yearly ones, but he got the all clear. There is nothing wrong with his ears. There is nothing wrong with his eyes. There is nothing wrong with any part of him. Let's show that, that one more photo of Jeremiah. Oh, actually, yes. This one here, this is a, a, a year after. Jeremiah was born. My sister on Facebook puts out this video of him, you know, all these pictures. But on the front of it, this is my sister, she puts the scripture. I knew you before I formed you in the womb. See, God's word is powerful and alive and it's creative in your mouth. Faith hears, faith moves, faith says. And then the last one, this is Jeremiah just this year. He's three years, just over three years old. Come on. My sister doesn't know it yet, but he will himself declare the works of the Lord. God's given him a testimony and put it in his life. So that, that's just amazing. But that is what God can do. Not just in, in my life, my sister's life, in your life. Those mountains, those challenges, whatever it is, find the word of God, hear from God. Move and say the word of God over your life. Yes. So in, in uh, Romans 4, 17, it says, Call those things which are not as though they were. So when I was in debt, I was saying, you know, God's going to prosper me in all things. I wasn't at the time, but I'm calling them as if they were. That he will prosper me in all things, even as my soul prospers. So whatever your situation is, you need to call it as if they were. If I can get the band up now, please, that'll be awesome. Thank you. So we take God's promises and we make them personal. We make them as if they're ours. It's not just the word that is there, but you turn it to, to be personal about, you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So it's all about, it's all about making it personal to you. I will triumph in the works of your hand. I know the plan that you have for me, God. I know that you've got plans for good and not for evil. I know that your plan for me is like amazing future. It gives me a hope. All these things, you keep saying it over yourself. All things are possible with God, all things. So I will prosper in all things and in health, even as my soul prospers. I use that for just not a, like to prosper in all things, but I love the part that it's got there and in health because it reminds me of we should always pray for our health. Because without health, without energy, it's hard to continue to, to, you know, fulfill the call of God on your life. So let's pray for health. Okay, the more that you say something, the more you believe it. God has made us overcomers. So, you know, faith is developed through mountains. I know they kind of look ugly at the time, but when you start to hear from God, when you start to move in what God tells you to do, and when you start to speak to that mountain, you will see it obliterated. You will see it gone. And when that happens, you need to take the time to celebrate. 
You need to take the time to thank God for all he has done for you because he's in this with you. You know, when you feel that, oh, you know, you're in it alone, you are not and you never are. God is always with you through this and he's growing faith in you. So, you know, everyone has faith for something. Even if you don't have faith for God, you actually do have faith for something. It could be another person. It could actually be a sickness. It could be another religion. It could be faith in failure. It could be faith in material things. But, you know, with Jeremiah, my Jeremiah, our faith was in God. And there were doctors and nurses and all those things, and that's, that's awesome. That's great. And they really helped him, and we needed them to help him. But our faith wasn't in them. Our faith is in God. That's the thing that you always need to remember, no matter what it is. Yes, people help you in, in your situation, but your faith actually needs to be in God because then you will be reminded on where your help comes from. So faith hears, faith moves, and faith says. But, you know, I want everyone to stand to their feet, and we're going to sing, like, powerfully that part in, you know, our spirit. And while we do do that, I want you to start crawling out to God about your situation, your circumstance. If you've got a mountain, ask Him. Ask Him to give you something that you can hear. Let's worship God. Let's lift our hands and worship Him. Oh, Father, I lift up each and every person in this room today, Father. And I thank you, Lord, today that you are here, that you have instilled faith in them. I just see like the faith odometer. If there was a meter for that, I see everyone's faith rising in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, that it won't just be in this moment, Lord, but you will go home with each person, that you would speak to them, Lord, and that they would hear from you, Father, that you would speak faith to them, Father, in their situation. I just thank you, Lord, for all you do, that you have made us more than conquerors. You have made us overcomers, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you lead us, that you guide us, that you care about every little thing. In Jesus' mighty name, let's give God a shout of praise. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Hey, so good, so good. And